High School Holla. Nothing can stop me, I'm all the way Yo, 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 stand up Chicago It's time for the High School Holla Sports Show Brought to you by Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce It puts the thrill in every meal you grill Digital World Wireless Providing cell phone and wireless needs for the entire South Suburban area The Chatham Management Group Managing the careers of artists, songwriters, producers, and professional athletes from around the globe Come, let your star shine with us Chicago, it's time for the High School Holla Sports Show. Holla back, Chicago. It's another Saturday morning edition of the H2S2 show. I'm Stephen Spoon Ramsey, representing for the great class of 1988, welcoming everyone to the best high school sports coverage in the city of Chicago. We always want to hear from you, so you can post your comments on our social media pages, our Facebook page at Urban Fieldhouse or the High School Holla Sports Show. You can also follow us on Twitter at Urban Fieldhouse. Come on, we want to hear what you got to say. Today's show is our summer edition show showcasing Chicago area high school football. It's the H2S2 high school football preview. Every week leading to week one of this upcoming season, we'll be traveling across the city of Chicago talking with Chicago area high school football coaches to gain some insight on what's to come for the upcoming 2017 season. This week, we visited Edmondson High School, home of the Vikings to talk with third year head coach Nick Olson about how his core group of Vikings are young and determined. Take a listen. High School Holla. With the High School Holla Sports Show, bringing you the H2S2 High School Football Preview for the 2017 season. I'm joined now by head football coach of the Edmondson Vikings, Coach Nick Olson. Thank you for joining us on the H2S2 High School Holla Sports Show, Coach. Thank you for having me, guys. Glad to be here. Coach Olson, the Vikings finished second in the Chicago Public League Inner City One Conference and started off with three straight losses, two against conference opponents, Von Steuben, that finished under you, and Sullivan, who finished just above you in first place. Let's start by telling us about last year's Edmondson Viking football team. So last year we came out and uh, we weren't a real disciplined football team. There was a lot of uh, situations and adversity that we had to overcome as a team. Um, And unfortunately, last year it just took us till about week four to finally get it finally clicking. Um, The first three weeks we would average 15 guys at practice and any uh, football organization, not just high school, college, any level you play this at, Pop Warner even, if you only have 15 guys suited up in practice, no one what they're doing. There's going to be a lot of miscommunications and uh, against the Von Steubens, the Sullivans back the yards last year, we just, uh, there were at point in time where we were winning those games. We let it slip away due to lack of focus and lack of effort and the guys got tired of losing and once once they, they they tasted that first victory, it's it's very contagious and you want that feeling over and over again and now you know what it's going to take to get that end result and it was just a matter of making a decision. Do we want to continue to do lazy work and get the same results we've been getting the last six years or do we want to turn that corner and and, and leave a legacy here for these graduating seniors and uh uh, week four, I challenged them, said you guys make the decision, and they, they stepped up, and we, we answered the bell. We got together. Now, Coach, what players are you missing off of this year's team that helped you last year? Uh, so we're missing uh, players, but when you when, when you talk about impact players that I lost last year, uh, you got to go with our all-conference outside linebacker, Jairo Arana. He was the one calling the defense, uh, coming down 
Hill making those open field tackles, really setting the tone for the rest of the defense. I think he weighed 150 pounds soaking wet, but he hit you like he weighed 250. So when when you're missing a guy like that, that's really going to hurt you. But I think we have uh, some sophomores who are ready to step up, get the job done. And I think what he did as far as impacting the game was he showed everybody here at this school it doesn't matter how big you are um if, if you have that determination you you can lay the wood being 150 pounds you know rather you're 150 pounds or 200 pounds it makes no difference and i think these kids saw that and they're excited to test themselves in that same that same role that same situation it gave them a lot of confidence evaluate this year's group of players that will take the field and represent the admonts and vikings this year so uh we have um i believe four players returning this year who are all conference impact players uh senior quarterback devin willis is coming back with us i believe he led the conference last year i believe he had like uh 18 touchdowns um and then jonathan sanders his go-to receiver the guy who kind of makes our whole offense go uh you could double team him if you want to he's still gonna go up and take that ball even though he's all five foot six of them um he had 20 touchdowns last year by himself and uh he made an impact on the the special teams role as well as offense and defense then you have our sophomore running back who as a freshman was an uh, an all uh conference uh running back for us isaiah morris he he is a huge help and he actually kept it all in the family brought his freshman brother here this year and uh just as much of a stud as his brother is uh he's going to come in and help us produce uh, elijah morris uh so i think bringing back an offensive line who uh anchored down by our all-conference left tackle Luis escamilla i think this is the best offensive line i'm going to be able to coach being here at amundsen this is my third year and i'm very very excited to see what our running backs can do with a real offensive line in front of them coach Olson, we always look at the game of football broken down into components there's offense defense special team uh which of these would you say you feel strongest about coming into the 2017 season i think you just spoke of it the offensive side yeah definitely got to go with what you know and um i'm the offensive coordinator i call the offense this is only my third year calling i'm sorry second year calling my first uh first year i called the defense as the defensive coordinator i'd say the offensive side just because of the playmakers you have on that side we have an all-conference quarterback who can hurt you with his legs as well as his arm he's um an out outstanding athlete uh you, you gotta qb spy him every single play or he's gonna make you pay and then you, you put jonathan sanders and isaiah morris on that different playmakers at different areas of the field you it's kind of pick your poison this year and i'm really really interested to see how teams deal with what we're going to bring to the table every single play we audible so whatever you're doing if we read it and you guess wrong you're gonna pay which of those components would you say will be surprising to some people based on the off-season workouts and training that will be adding to your team's success this year? Like I said, last year we only had one all-conference lineman being my left tackle, Luis Escamilla. I don't think, especially within our conference, that any of these teams has seen an offensive line like the one we're bringing this year. We got bigger bodies on the offensive line. We got guys who actually want to get up to the second level and put a hit on some people. So I think my offensive line is really hungry, and I think that's what's going to set the, the, this team apart from last year and really turn some heads in our conference as well as our uh, out-of-conference opponents. I think it's going to help us gain a lot of respect. You spoke about the conference. Last year, you faced a nine-team conference with only one non-conference game being played, which was uh, early season loss, as you mentioned, to the back of the yards. What's your feeling on this year's realignment from going from a nine-team conference to a 16 conference? You lose Sullivan, Austin, and Kelvin Park, and Chicago Tech is added, known as the intra-city one conference. What's your feeling about the realignment? Uh, just kind of like what I preach here to my kids is it doesn't really matter who's in front of us. We're, it, it's still football. We're still going to line up with 11 guys on each side of the ball and play the game.
games. So whether you have 15 teams in our conference or six teams, we're still going to approach every week going one and zero each week, no matter who we're who we're facing, and we're going to treat them exactly the same. It doesn't matter what they're doing; all that matters is what we're doing. I like that, Coach. Talk to us about the level of competition you'll have to face this year. Let's start with the non-conference games, which you uh, start off with four straight and three of our away games. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, a lot of uh, our inner city coaches were responsible for scheduling these non-conference games. So what I went out and did, I graduated from Round Lake High School. And we're actually playing Round Lake Week 2. So I'm going to coach against coaches who coached me, a team that I played for, suburban, uh, a suburban team with a little bit more resources, um, a little bit more, I'd say, advantages over us. So let's see what an inner city team can do going traveling to a suburban team. And, and, and let's make some noise. You know, uh, the, the inner city, I, I feel like there's a lot of great athletes. There's a lot of good coaches in this conference. And we kind of get overlooked due to the fact that they take a look and say, well, we're not eligible for state playoffs. So what my message to the kids were, let's, let's go out there and let's let's go play some of these teams that are, are proven. Let's go play some of these teams who they say we can't compete with and let's really show them what we can do. So ultimately, next year we can make that jump, get out of this inner city conference and start you know being eligible to play for uh, a, a state championship as the ultimate goal. I mean, we're, we're, we're far from it right now, but every day we're getting better and better. What about the level of competition with the Chicago Publicly Intra-City uh, One Conference now? Like I said, uh, each team is different, but you got teams from year to year. You know, one year they might, you know, put a, a, a two and you know six record, two and seven record, whatever it is, and then the next year they come out and they're nine and zero. Oh. So it, it, it's a wild card. Talents coming from all over the place. You got these these new freshmen uh, coming in for the inner city, and they're making a lot of noise. Like I said last year, we had our running back uh, as an all conference freshman going up against varsity competition. So um, it, it, it's really really hard to get a feel for some of the competition because I feel from year to year um, it's different with these new kids coming in and out and. Uh, I think the coaching is getting better consistently since I joined this conference. So I'm very optimistic, and I'm I, I'm looking forward to the challenge that we're going to face this season with inner city play. Coach Olson, is there a game on your schedule this year that will give you a clear indication of what type of Vikings team you have this year? I know you mentioned Round Lake, but is there is there is that a game that you can look at and say, all right, I, I see the measure of success of what we're facing this year? I think I'm just going to go back to Round Lake. I mean, I, I might be a little biased because I went there, but. But, uh, you know, that's a suburban team with a lot of resources. They got, you know, naturally bigger kids. They're eligible for state playoffs. They play higher competition. And I feel like, you know, if we go out there and we compete with that team and let alone beat them, I feel that's going to be a good measuring stick to see what we're really capable of. Uh, just because of the fact that we're not eligible for state playoffs. There's really, when you look at it in the grand scheme of things, they're not really giving us a whole lot to play for. So we kind of got to uh, make the most of our opportunities when they're provided to us. And I looked at this round late game as well as the... Um, the Von Steuben game, you, you, you may you know note that we lost to them last year, first game of the season with a real young team. A lot of these guys remember that that butt whooping we took against Von that first week, and they're hungry and they want to avenge that loss. A lot of these kids know each other. They went to grade school together. They're friends on Facebook. Social media is running wild nowadays. So I think, you know, you look at Round Lake, depending on how we, we stack up against them, that's going to be a good measuring stick. But then you also take a look at that Von, and you can see that we really improved. They got a big team. They got a great coach over there, Coach Rude. Really like him. Real stand-up guy. Knows his X's and nose. So I think between those two games, we're really going to find out what kind of team we're going to be this season. Many teams, Coach, set a variety of goals for themselves in the season, statistical postseason, and like you mentioned, you know, playing for something. What are the goals set for you and the Vikings team this year? The ultimate goal, the long-term goal, 
is going to be a conference championship. All the boys have been talking about that since I took over with them since their freshman year. They're hungry. That's what they want. So that's the ultimate goal. But like in life as well as football, like anything else, you got to have some short-term goals that are going to help you accomplish those long-term goals. So our short-term goals would be we want to be a really good tackling football team. That is the number one message this camp. We are going to be a great tackling football team. We will not miss tackles as a team. Uh, but our, our, our slogan this year is do your job. You take a look at the NFL level. You take a look at the Patriots, a dynasty. They don't have those big playmakers. Of course, they have their quarterback, Tom Brady, but they go around and they find guys who buy into the system and they all just do their job. They're not worried about what this guy's doing or what that guy's doing. They're doing their job. They come together as 11, and that's the great thing about this game is, you know, you can't have one slip up here. One guy misses a block. doesn't matter how great the route was. doesn't matter how great the throw was. It could ruin the whole scheme. I think this year the the short-term goal is just do your job every single play and good things are going to come our way. So we, you briefly talked on it, and, and I'm in total agreement with you. Based on your record last year, any other team would have had a, a clinching spot into the state playoffs. What do you feel needs to change so that schools like Amundsen get a fair shot? I think you got to give the boys something to play with. Let's let's just take away from Amundsen for a minute. Let's just uh, take away that biasness for me because it's the school I coach for. But you take a look at the whole inner city as a whole. You need to give these boys something to play for. You know, if we're not qualified for a state playoff, why can't we have inner city playoffs where the inner city teams go at it for a championship something that to get these boys motivated get these boys off the street get them going in the right direction let them show that hard work will earn them something less than a inner city one inner city two conference championship i i I know there was some talk about that this year hopefully it gets done next year but that would be my recommendation is let's give them something else to play for and let's keep their focus on football and keep them out of the streets away from doing things that are going to get these young men in trouble because it's very very easy growing up in the city of chicago with all the crime around us to get lost in the shuffle and you know, one mistake here can cost, you know, a young man his future. So whatever we can do to prevent that, I'm all for it. Now, it's funny you mention that, Coach, because my next question to you is, what's your feeling about the Chicago Prep Bowl? Many people and, and some talk are that they should change some form of the standard of the Prep Bowl to be a city championship like you just mentioned. What's your honest feeling about the Chicago Prep Bowl? Like you just said, I, I just feel like with the, the Chicago Prep Bowl, like that's nice and all, but I, I really, really feel, I really, really feel like there should be an inner city champion. You know, um, a lot of these schools get overlooked and there's just, man, there's some talent there, you know, and, you know, scouts might be reluctant to come and look at some of our smaller schools because we're, we're not fielding 50 man rosters. You know, we're not, you know, we're not bringing out six foot two giants, but there, there, there's a lot of talent and a lot of the problem is they just need to be coached up. You take a look. I'm working with the same exact team I started with, the same exact core players. The difference between 0 and 9 and 6 and 3 is they were coached up. They, they, they wanted it. They learned that lazy work is going to get them the same result they've been getting, which is losses, and that if you really are going to do something, you might as well do it the right way so you get the result that you're looking for. And in football, I think I, I read an article on social media about, I'd say, a month ago, and um, a high school teacher from Utah said that football is the last thing in our schools that we have not made easy. There's no shortcut. You need to put in the work to be successful. Lazy work's not going to get you there. Finally, Coach, uh, you, you spoke about the motto of this uh Vikings team and tell us a little bit more about the motto like I said when I got here a couple years ago three years ago it was me 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 coach me 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 or or it was him 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 he did this he did that she did this she did that and I told I told them when we get here we're gonna stop pointing fingers we're gonna be held accountable 
we're going to make sure that we're doing the right things. And you want to know what? That's going to be contagious because then if Billy sees little Johnny doing the right thing, now little Billy's going to want to get on board and do the exact thing because that's the cool thing to do now. It's not cool to be out in the streets. It's not cool to be out there doing those extracurricular activities. What's cool is getting good grades. What's cool is doing the right thing. What's cool is being successful, going to college and becoming a, a, a success and being a credit to your society and being able to give back to your community. Um, so our whole slogan, do your job, is, is just that. Whether you're, 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 you're playing football or you're in the real world or you're in a classroom, in order to be successful, you have to do your job. Whether it's studying for a test, taking the test, going to work, not hitting that snooze button at 7 a.m. We all got jobs to do, and I just want them, more so than on the football field, take that with them off the field, because that's where I think they'll find most of their success if they bring that with them throughout their, their life, is just constantly focusing on what they can do to get better. Are they doing what they're supposed to do? And then, like I said, that's contagious. Other people see that, and they'll want to be a part of it. That's awesome, Coach. Coach Olsen, what would you like to tell the Vikings fans that supported you for the past three years and look to follow you and the team again this season what would you like to say to those fans you haven't seen nothing yet and i really 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 appreciate all the support but with all due respect you have not seen nothing yet come come out and watch us this year and you're going to see a whole different type of team coach nick olsen we wish you and the 2017 the vikings football team much success this year thank you for joining us on the h2s2 high school hall of sports show thank you for having me guys School Holla. We again would like to thank Admonson High School and head football coach Nick Olson for talking with us. We look forward to following the Vikings this upcoming season. We also would like to thank you for listening and spending another Saturday morning with us. I want to remind you that you can listen to the High School Holla Sports Show and the special High School Football Edition every Saturday morning at 10 a.m on the Urban Fieldhouse Media website. That's www.urbanfieldhousemedia.com. You can also listen by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes and following us on SoundCloud under Urban Fieldhouse Media. Be sure to like us on our social media pages. Follow us on Urban Fieldhouse Media and the High School Holla Sports Show on Facebook and on Twitter at Urban Fieldhouse. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Go out and be a blessing to someone. Holla back at you next week. Peace. The High School Holla Sports Show is produced by Urban Fieldhouse Media, LLC. And today's show was brought to you by the Chatham Management Group, managing the careers of artists, songwriters, producers, and professional athletes from around the globe. Come, let your star shine with us. Digital World Wireless, providing cell phone and wireless needs for the entire South Suburban area. Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce, it puts the thrill in every meal you grill. I'm Derek Lottery Hardy, representing the Simeon Wolverines Class of 2000 on the H2S2. Thanks for joining us. But we got to go, Chicago. Holla back next week. Peace, love, and happiness. High School Holla.